This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, April 29th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the savage one, Tony Spark. How you doing, Tone? I am doing good, buddy. I uh, have only used that one time, so I'm still not used to it, but I'm doing good, man. Uh, it's been a busy week, and uh, I know you've had a busy week as well, and it's, even though it's Thursday, it's our Monday it's uh, but it's a new episode this week. We actually have a new one. Yeah, it, it's our Monday. We haven't done a brand new show in a week exactly. Our last new show was last Thursday, but uh, had some things going on a little bit later in the show. Tell you why we didn't have a show yesterday. But uh, in any case, you know what? Let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, you work in a retail big box type store. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen shoplifted or heard about being shoplifted from your store? Uh, as weird as it is, the strangest thing, uh, fresh fish. Like, uh, <laughs> like, and not just like they threw it in something, like they took it out of the package and they stuffed it in their pocket. Ew. That's, yeah, that's the weirdest thing to me. Like, I don't know why you would do that. Like, I mean, stealing food is not out of the norm. Like they hide stuff under things and it's a lot of stuff. But the weirdest one I can remember was somebody actually took uh, the salmon, uh, opened it up and just like stuffed it like in their purse um, to uh, get it out. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah that- that's, <laughs> and I just don't know. But yeah, that would be probably the weirdest one that comes to mind. I'm sure there's weirder, but that's. It's a little odd to me if you're going to do that for fresh fish. Yeah, that certainly qualifies as weird. And I would assume that they weren't the most upstanding citizen, right? No, no, no. Probably not even the brightest uh, crayon in the box either. (laughs) Based on stuff in uh, fresh fish in your purse? Probably not. Yeah. Well, all that goes to say that a former investigator no longer works at the New York State Police after an administrative investigation was launched following an alleged theft at a Walmart in Oneida. Employees at the Walmart claimed 49-year-old William B. Kiefer allegedly stole moisturizer and women's underwear from the store, according to the Times Union in Albany. 
The employees called Oneida City Police to report the incident, but later declined to press charges. Despite not facing charges, New York State Police confirmed Kiefer was suspended without pay in mid-April. Director of Public Information for State Police Bo Duffy told News Channel 2 investigator Kiefer is no longer employed by the state police. He was suspended without pay on April 13th, and an administrative investigation was open, but he chose to retire. Um, Yeah, if you are especially somebody who's supposed to be upholding the law, don't go and steal uh, women's underwear, especially from Walmart. Don't go breaking the law either. I mean, it's uh, you're you're a peace officer like you obviously have signed up to commit to that. And, you know, if it's anything like, um, well, it's not like where I work, but, you know, even though I'm not currently at that job, I still uphold the ethics and respect to that company because anything I do in my personal life is still a reflection on what I do there. So, you know, just just because you're off and you're out stealing and stuff, I mean, that's no bueno, man, especially what you're stealing. It's like, come on, dude. And that's the thing, you know, as a police officer, you need to be that one step above the normal everyday citizen in the example that you put out there in the world, uh, going to Walmart, which is already sort of a uh, sketchy proposition, stealing moisturizer and women's underwear doesn't help your case any. So, uh, no, yeah, you know, they didn't press charges, but uh, it is probably a good thing that he no longer works for the New York yeah. State Police. Agreed. You know, it's funny. Uh, I just actually this on Tuesday caught a guy shoplifting uh, canned chicken. Interesting. Like, yeah, I was, I was, I was responding to a no mask call, and uh, when I walked by, student a trench coat, I saw him pick it up, and he put it in there, and and then when he turned around, he saw me, and I pretended to look around, and I followed him, and he went to self checkout, and I was waiting. I was like, "Come on, dude, pull it out," and he ended up, uh, ended up. I think he knew I was right there, and I had seen him. He pulled it out and paid for it, but it's just <laughs> like it's canned chicken, bro. Just Jeez, Louise. I don't know what if it you is. Have, if you have to steal it, you can't afford it. Exactly. You don't need it. I don't know what it is about Costco, but people sure like stealing meat from you guys. They do, man. You'd be amazed. People steal a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. <laughs> well, folks, it is. Or they try at least. It is Thursday, and we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day. All right. Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> Okay. It is Thursday, the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, my favorite uh, segment, Florida Man. We've got a segment called Weirdly Pure. Our call-in topic today is Home Ownership Sucks. We have a segment called Funny Amazon Reviews. We round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeah. 
Browsers! With crits starting as low as 11 99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the watchers and listeners, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever including, uh, you know, maybe you saw somebody shoplift something weird, maybe stuff uh, some meat down their pants like Tony had seen. Well, we want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, April 29th. It is draft day, and here's your Filippo Fast Bye. Flintstone sequel series are in the works from Warner Brothers Animation, and Elizabeth Banks will produce and voice Pebbles. Nope. Does Pebbles, does Pebbles even talk? Right. I, she just makes, I don't remember. Yeah, I now, I know when they were teenagers, right? They did do a teenage version. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, kind of weird. Uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian game is reportedly in development. So that sounds awesome. Not much more details other than it will follow the adventures of Mando and Grogu. So keep an eye out on that. Hopefully I don't mess that one up. DC Fandom, the global event, so nice they're doing it twice. That's right, DC fans, after garnering 22 million views across 220 countries, the innovative event returns October 16th, 2021. Uh, that could be really good. Uh, they did a great job last year. Yeah, they did. Uh, and base- baseball news, scary incident last night as Philly's Bryce Harper is okay after taking a 97-mile-per-hour fastball to the face. Ouch. Uh, he, he went to the hospital. He did go on uh, Twitter and Instagram after and let everybody know he's okay. He obviously will be out with some injuries uh, for a while. So that's kind of the bad thing in baseball. If you hit somebody, even if it's accidental, your pitcher is going to get retribution because they being the guy, the pitcher that hit him, uh, the Phillies pitcher threw a 95 mile per hour fastball to that guy's back. So Ouch. caused a uh, little bit of a scuffle between the teams and uh, not good. And it sucks. Uh, I just saw Bryce Harper on Sunday here in Colorado at the Rockies game. He hit the only two uh, scores the Phillies had. He hit two home runs. Uh, so weird to see, like in just a matter of a few days, what could happen. And I'm sure so. when he comes back, he'll have one of those special helmets that has that extra guard that comes down. Oh, for for sure. And he already kind of had one. It was only like a half, but he'll probably have a much bigger one for sure. 
brutal. And then lastly, as today is draft day, the Broncos acquire QB Teddy Bridgewater from the Panthers for a six-round pick in what is actually kind of a steal as the Broncos will only pay $3 million of Bridgewater's uh, guaranteed plus $1.5 million salary. So 4.5 for a backup who could be a starter considering the Bears paid one year $10.5 million for Andy Dalton. So, <laughs> you know, not a, not a bad deal in that area. Um, you know, as a Bronco fan, I think the Teddy Bridgewater thing, you know, acquiring acquisition is the word I'm saying is not necessarily a, let's go do a backflip. We're winning the championship. Like if we would have got Deshaun Watson, that would have been a Peyton Manning. Holy F moment. But, (laughs) uh, you know, but with him being tangled in 22 lawsuits, that just isn't going to happen. And, uh, uh, Teddy could be good. We'll see what happens tonight. Um, I know this is entertainment news, not draft talk, but uh, I'm hoping we get uh, some good, uh, a good haul tonight. And we'll, so ha- we'll see. We'll have a whole lot of draft talk tomorrow when G-Man joins us for two segments. We'll talk about the first round tonight and then sort of predicting the second, third, and so on uh, from there. So uh, if you do yeah. like the NFL draft, just tune in tomorrow, and we've got a couple segments dedicated to it. That, that'll be good. I'm excited. But uh, for entertainment news, like normally I'd save this for uh Monday or Tuesday show, but the box office report. Got to know what happened in the box office, even though it's Thursday. Uh, this is for April 23rd through the 25th. Mortal Kombat! No surprise. The number one movie, Flawless Victory. Toasty! Uh, get over here. Throw every pun you want as it opened up with million. um, And it's better than its anticipated $15 million opening. Great. And on top of that, this movie is also available on HBO Max for streaming. So we don't know the figures, but it is off to a great start. Definitely, I think Kong versus Godzilla kicked off the summer movie season, essentially. Uh, Mortal Kombat uh, keeps that. Going, the only crappy thing is, is May doesn't have a whole lot in the beginning. It's mm-hmm. towards the back end of May is when that summer push happens. But hey, this is great for box office. Uh, other movies this week, Demon Slayer, the movie. Uh, I've never heard of this. It's an anime. Is it? Yeah. Well, it did $19.5 million. It has a big following. It has a massive... I know it's the... Uh, Highest grossing movie or Japanimation movie in uh, Japan because Jimmy on the pop culture kaboom was all over this movie and telling me about it. And I'm just like, I don't know, I've never heard of it. Did it even beat so. out Pokemon over there, or does that not count as the- yeah? No, it's bigger, it's bigger than Pokemon no out there. Wow, so I uh, don't know anything about it, but uh, if you're interested, it's out, and it did 19.5. Godzilla vs. Kong brought in 4.2, bringing its total $86.5 million, Ooh. which is pretty dang impressive uh, for uh, post-pandemic or pandemic uh, numbers there. The movie Nobody uh, uh, brought in 1.86, going strong at $21.6 million. Raya and the Last Dragon brought in 1.68, bringing its total of 39.8 million. The Unholy Negan, 1.4, bringing its total to 11.5. Yeah, not that impressive. Uh, Tom and Jerry, 0.65, bringing its total to 43.4, which 
actually Tom and Jerry was the one that kickstarted. I, I said Kong versus Zilla, but it was actually surprisingly the movie we had no desire to see Tom and Jerry. Exactly. Yeah. Still got to give that movie props for what it's done. So yeah. yeah, crazy. And now we go on to the movies. Nobody's heard of together together brought in 0.522. The girl who believes in miracles. 0.337 bringing it still the 2.4 and this one you have heard of the courier uh 0.264 bringing it total of 5.9 that rounds out your box office top 10 this weekend uh no new movies coming out this weekend that i can think of to rival mortal Kombat. so uh i anticipate that uh to be number one again probably not bringing in near as much but uh there's nothing to really get excited with this weekend as far as movies go. Well, I'll be contributing to that because I've had such a crazy week that uh, I haven't had a chance to see it on HBO Max or in theaters. So I am planning on going to see it in theaters this weekend the way it's meant to be seen. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. But if anyone's curious for this week's movie releases, things heard and seen and without remorse. Uh, Without Remorse uh, is a uh, Amazon Prime movie starring Michael B. Jordan. It's a uh, Tom Clancy movie. Oh, well, there you go. And then it looks like, and they, it looks like limited release for the Mitchells versus the Machines, which I think is a Netflix it, one. Yep. So that gets a limited theater release, and the Virtuoso. Uh, <laughs> well, you you know why see, you know why there's nothing super exciting there. Yeah, you know why they're doing that limited release. To get a little extra money, a no, little because a little thing, no, to make it eligible for awards. Because uh, in order to be considered for the Golden Globes or the Academy Awards for uh, best animated feature, it has to be in theaters for at least a certain limited run. So that's why they do that. Oh, did not know that. See, you learning stuff here on the Phoenix Show. I didn't actually know that because mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't know why these ones are getting small releases because that was like your limited release calendar so mortal Kombat likely your champion again this exactly weekend. uh and i know let's see the oscars happened this last week uh do we even want to cover those is it it's probably irrelevant at this point the yeah, only thing fun. worth noting is that the best picture no no mad land which looked like a snooze fest to me uh was actually filmed in northern nevada here and apparently it is the first uh, best picture winner since like 1988 to be filmed in this area so really yeah. where did they film it at uh in middle of the desert somewhere <laughs> gotcha that's not the one with the eternals director is it i don't think so no that was the that was the glenn from walking dead movie yeah right yeah okay uh well, here's a fun one. Let's we'll save this one. We've got a minute 40 left, so I'll save old Joe Exotic for tomorrow. But here's a random one. The Noid is back. You remember The Noid oh, from totally. Domino's? I was just thinking yeah. about the Nintendo game. Yeah, well, The Noid, the Domino's annoying pizza destroying mascot from the 80s is coming back to stop self-driving pizza delivery cars and also to fight Crash Bandicoot. It's a weird-ass story. Okay. That's not a sentence you expected to read, and I, the, this guy didn't expect to write it, but here we are. Welcome to whatever version of reality this is. Domino's is bringing back the Noid, a villainous character who first appeared in the Pizza Chain's commercials in 1986. After starring in commercials, video games, and more for a few years as a part of a bizarre marketing campaign, the Noid fell out of fashion around the same time a man in 1989 held Domino's employees hostage, seemingly 
over his anger about the character. I didn't know that's why he went away. I didn't know that either. <laughs> but it's 2021 and everything is stupid now, so the Noid is back. One of the first missions is to kick Brett Cat Crash Bandicoot's furry ass in mobile game called Crash on the Run. The Noid will start appearing in the game as a mini-boss on May 7th for a limited time, and beating him will unlock some new pizza-themed skins and cosmetics. I don't know why. Maybe Crash owes the Noid some money. Even the big press release dominoes announcing the Noid's return doesn't give a good reason with the company writing. Maybe it was the chaos of 2020 that gave the Noid the confidence to return or the possibility, the fact that Domino's has continued to innovate around great pizza delivery with amazing technology. The Noid will star in Domino's commercials in which he has to intercept and destroy Domino's, Domino's new self-driving robotic delivery vehicles, which are currently being tested in Houston. Domino's Pizza paints this as yet another example as the villainous Noid being an annoying asshole. This is the article. <laughs> I didn't write it. But, uh, but the Noid. Get, avoid the Noid will still be the tagline. So I don't know, man. This is a good throwback for our childhood there. I actually uh, interested to see all of it. Uh, as far as the Crash Bandicoot tie-in, yeah, could That's be fun. Marketing I, as its finest. Yeah, I expect next to see the California Raisins and Spot from uh, Seven Up come back. Oh as well. yeah, man, Spot was legit. So, but there you go. That's your uh, somewhat entertainment into the birthday, shall we? It's my birthday. Oh yeah. What is my birthdays today? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld turned 66. Actor Daniel Day-Lewis turned 63. Michelle Pfeiffer turned 62. Uma Thurman turns 50. Andre Agassi turns 50 as well. Uh, actress Grace Kaufman turns 18. And that is it for your celebrity birthdays. Happy birthday, everybody. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, oh, it's my favorite segment. We explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, it's time for Florida Man. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Twitter and Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K-81, or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, it is... Yep, you can there. follow me now. There's I have 110 followers. Woohoo! be 111 and 112 and so forth. That's Tony Spark. Follow the sparky one, baby! Do it. Well, folks, it is Thursday, and as we do on Thursdays, it's my favorite segment. Yes, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is time for Florida Man. 
you share with us? The male action? Mm-hmm. Uh, pitching a tent, sporting wood, bicycles formed, marches on. Thank you, Jonathan. Stiff, Thank- stiffy Mr. Mortis. <laughs> Rigor Mortis is set in. Flesh Rocket, uh, Jack's Magic Beanstalk, Tall Tommy, Mushroom on a Stick, Mr. Mushroom Head, Purple Headed Yogurt Slinger. <laughs> And, uh, Pedro. Pedro? (laughs) Pedro? It is funny, you know. I have this, uh, you can't see it here. I have this banner from spring training this last year. And it's got the state of Florida on there. And uh, it really does look like a penis. If you're looking at a map. Just, just drooping if you if you're looking at a map and this is why i call it america's penis and many people do uh if you look from minnesota all the way down to louisiana it looks like a chef the profile of a chef tennessee is a serving tray and kentucky is a chicken or a turkey and then uh, florida looks like a uh, penis that fell off so uh you know that's why it's america's penis it's crazy I see it now. It's there. As it was reading, as I was listening to that, I'm like, huh. But anyways, it is Florida Man, and I have at least ten ridiculous stories for you, if we have time for, for them. So me? let's go down to Okaloosa County in Florida. As a Florida man in an apparent drug-induced state stabbed a mattress with a bedpost and tore it apart with his bare hands as he scheduled as he searched, sorry, as he searched for another man he believed was his girlfriend's lover hiding inside. Authorities said Felipe Oquendo had smoked meth before accusing his girlfriend of cheating on him, holding her against her will inside a bedroom. The unidentified, oh, sorry, the unidentified girlfriend managed to escape the locker room and called deputies while the erratic Oquendo was fighting the, fighting the man in the mattress. Uh, when deputies arrived, Oquindo claimed to have been holding the man down, but then he slipped out and left. He also claimed that he never forced his girlfriend to stay, asking for her help to figure out why he left the mattress or why he felt the mattress moving. Quindo had, alleg- had allegedly admitted to smoking meth before the incident. Police recovered a glass pipe in his possession. Oquindo was charged with domestic violence related false imprisonment and possession of drug paraphernalia. Can you just picture this dude fighting a mattress? (laughs) Babe, I know he's in here. I know he is. I figured... Damn, sort of sheep, isn't it? I figured either meth or bath salts were involved, uh, and sure enough, it was meth. Meth. All right, going to Winter Park, Florida. Police say 58-year-old Florida man shot his roommate because he was angry about cat hair being on the couch. Craig Tull is facing charges of robbery with a firearm, shooting into a dwelling, aggravated battery, and aggravated assault following the incident early Wednesday at his central Florida home. The roommate told investigators that Tull pulled the gun after getting angry about the cat hair. According to court documents, Tull fired in the direction of the roommate and said, The next one's gonna be you! The Orlando Sentinel reports Tull then jabbed the gun into the roommate's ribcage, causing minor cuts and bruises. Police said Tully initially refused to leave the house after officers arrived. Tull is being uh, held without bond jail records. Uh, don't list a lawyer because who wants to cover the crazy cat hair man? Way to go, a-hole! I'm going to kill you! There's cat hair on the couch. <laughs> He's a big, 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 angry Talk about nightmare sure. roommates. Jeez. 
Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Uh, Florida man, uh, let's see. This is a really short one, so this will be easy to go because we're going to Punta Gorda, Florida. Usually too much booze and ice cream will land a person on the toilet with some tummy trouble. But for this Florida man, it landed him in jail. 65-year-old man from Punta Gorda, Florida, landed himself behind bars after he repeatedly called 911 uh, because he had a stomach ache from eating uh, too much booze and ice cream. Officers were dispatched to the man's house for the first time, and he offered them $20 to go get booze. The officers explained for the proper use of 911 and left. The next day, he called 911 again, but this time it was to get ice cream out of his freezer because he couldn't get out of his recliner. He was arrested and charged with misuse of 911. I pooped my pants. (laughs) Oh, it was very similar to one a few weeks ago, but that one was funny. Yeah. (laughs) For the ice cream. Wow. Okay, so this one is coming out of Pinellas Park, Florida. Uh, Drunk Florida man wasn't born with the identity he allegedly gave police. After he kicked out of a Barbara St. Ponce public library in Pinellas Park for causing a disturbance, the man identified himself to police as Jason Bourne, the fictional super spy created by Robert Lindum and portrayed in the movies by Matt Damon. (laughs) Police, uh, I got to turn off my uh, reader view because it gets rid of this story. Um, Chapman, so... All right, where do we leave here? All right, police eventually identified the the inebriated... Oh, geez. Words are hard today, It's not even Wednesday. Inebriated man as 45-year-old Jonathan William Chapman. Uh, Chapman also gave officers a fake social security number. The 45-year-old was arrested on first-degree misdemeanor charge of resisting an officer without violence. Just pretending to be Jason Bourne. Oh, good for you. And if he really was Jason Bourne, one, he wouldn't be arrested. And two, he would have been resisting with violence. Yeah. Jason Bourne, man. Uh, Going to Orlando now. A Florida man was arrested after authorities say he tried to quarantine on a shuttered island within Walt Disney World, thinking it was a tropical paradise. Richard McGuire, 42, was found on Disney's Discovery Island on Thursday, police said. He told investigators he had been there since Monday or Tuesday and had planned to stay there for at least a week. Security guard noticed McGuire using a company boat Thursday and called authorities. Despite numerous no trespassing signs and multiple locked gates, McGuire told investigators he did not realize the area was off limits. Richard stated he was unaware that of that and that it looked like a tropical paradise, according to the arrest report. McGuire was arrested and charged with trespassing. Discovery Island was previously called Treasure Island and was the site of a zoological attraction that closed in 1999. Like, how would you think that's okay anyways? Like, you just took a boat and you went there. And I've seen the island. It is out there and everything. I mean, but it doesn't look like a tropical paradise. It just sits in the middle of that bay lake right it just it just sits there well there's only one explanation for why this guy thought it you're so dumb you are really dumb for real well speaking of dumb i think we have time for one more um as there's always enough stories to do these you know but we will go down to cape coral florida uh where a man 
who drives uh, around on a motorized cart while wearing a blue bonnet, purple and red flowery dress, black jacket, white tennis shoes, made off with 28 cans of, of infant formula. Cape Coral police are looking to identify the man seen at 9.40 p.m. on Saturday dressed as described above at a Cape Coral Publix. They said the man resembles a suspect who who's done this with similar crimes in North Fort Myers, Fort Myers, Naples, and Punta Gorda. Oh, man, this is an interest. It's the picture's classic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Police responded to the Publix at Midpoint Center on Santa Barbara Boulevard, where a worker said she saw a man in his 50s on surveillance cameras. The complaint uh, com- the complainant claimed that the man took 28 infamil formula cans and concealed them under his dress. He left the store without paying. The value was in excess of $450. So, uh, you know, just type in uh, Blue Bonnet, Florida Man, and you will see this dude's picture. It is an African-American gentleman with a blue bonnet, a dress, and a motorized scooter that looks uh, a little, little like Jamie Foxx in this photo. Just just a little bit. So, it's not him, but... Uh, <laughs> ah, just ridiculous. Florida man, you never disappoint. I'll tell you that much. It certainly never does. So, uh, folks, that does it for Florida man. So sad to see it go, but uh, we'll have more next week. When you come back, uh, we've got a segment called Weirdly Pure. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We made it to the final segment of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But do not fret. There is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of Home Ownership Sucks. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Amazon, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about the internet and social media. And, you know, obviously we know all about the bad things that happen based on the internet, trolls, and uh, how divisive it's gotten. Well, wanted to... Trolls? And not the cute kind, not the uh, DreamWorks World Tour kind. Uh, More of the anonymous, hateful keyboard warriors behind uh, their screens behind that veil of anonymity. But uh, as we do on Fridays, where we turn the table on bad news and make it good news, everyone, wanted to turn the table a little bit on the internet and uh, social media to talk about some weirdly pure posts. And so, uh, you know, just going to run down some of these things that, uh, you know, they may be strange, but they are pure and they might make your heart feel just that much better. So let's go ahead and get into it uh, with our very first one. Good job. This one came from Racing Barack, uh, Barakarts, I guess so, um, <laughs> said, my fiance just whispered in my ear, you're my secret Santa. So I said, what? And he went, ah, shit, I meant soulmate. 
Dude, that's funny. <laughs> you know, you confuse soulmate with secret Santa. It's it's the same thing, you know. And I'm yeah. Sure- <laughs> oh man, it's funny. That makes for a great inside ongoing joke. All right, let's move on with weirdly pure posts. Good job. This one that uh, Tony, you never have to worry about this from me, but uh, this guy's buddy was nervous because his long distance girlfriend asked him to send her a dick pic. This is what your crew is for. He sent a uh, a group message to, from what I can tell, is probably about a half a dozen of his friends, a picture of the junk, and says uh, basically all of the replies that he got from his friends that says, uh, I don't know, you think she'll like it? Somebody else replies, it honestly looks really good, Derek. Somebody else, does the lightning make my balls look weird? Somebody else in the group, are you kidding? The balls are the best part. Somebody else, second the balls. Another person, love the balls. And then finally, you got this man. She loves you, and she'll love this. Tony, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to send you one to uh, see what you think, but apparently this guy's comfortable enough with his group that uh, he was able to send that and you know, get yeah, the, the good, warm. Good, good, uh, good on them. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I've never been that. I'm close with you and a lot of other guys as far as friends go, but yeah, that's not something I'm... Uh, Looking to do. So. <laughs> well, let's keep moving on with weirdly pure posts. Good job. For instance, this one, and I'll post this up on our Facebook page so you guys can see all of the pictures and uh, things associated with it. But apparently bodybuilders go to a tiny town to cheer themselves up when they're feeling sad. And it's basically... Tiny town? You're gonna go to tiny town. And it really is. I mean, it's probably like a quarter scale town where bodybuilders are working out. Uh, you know, they're hanging out, uh, shirts off, rolling around on little tiny motorcycles and, uh, you know, just having fun, I guess, making themselves feel good after, uh, you know, maybe they feel sad and they just feel like giants there. It's so weird. Come on down. We're going to go to the tiny town. We're going to leave some weights. I'm going to show you a junk picture with some lightning on my balls. I'm going to pop it up, and these little people will feel the wrath of me. These sparkinator. <laughs> I'm going to come bring the thunder. And I give the good old girlies a lightning. What's funny is there is a picture in here that looks like a guy that could be Arnold's brother. So uh, very fitting with the, uh, <laughs> the nice. impression. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, let's keep moving on. Talking weirdly pure posts. Good job. This one comes from an article uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Headline, Mom Throws Dream Party for Personal Injury Lawyer Obsessed Toddler. And it's a picture of this little kid with cardboard cutouts of what you would expect, you know, a personal injury lawyer. You know, what you see on the side of a bus or a billboard. And, you know, cardboard cutout, autographed picture, the guy's face on a cake. And, uh... The caption, this is honest to God, one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. The idea of giving a baby a theme party based on a local personal injury attorney is something I am so jealous of, I don't know how to properly put it into words. Also, the fact that the lawyer didn't come to the party somehow makes it even funnier. And apparently, uh, the lawyer didn't come, but he did send a autographed photo. So uh, he knows that uh, there might be a future personal injury lawyer uh, on the way. Yeah, what's that guy in Reno that always does those pictures? Joey Gilbert. <laughs> Joey Gilbert party. And like here we would ha- we would have uh, the strong arm uh, 
Frank Azar parties. There you go. Yeah. Calling the strong arm. Frank Azar. Now he has to say, now I can't guarantee you I'll get you a million dollars, but I could sure try. He used to always guarantee <laughs> he would get you up to a million dollars, and he's since changed the moniker a bit. He was probably sued himself because he didn't get somebody up to a million dollars. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's keep rolling on talking weirdly pure posts. Good job. This one from Bumble B Bat said, uh, yesterday at work, these two 12-year-old boys came through my line, and I'm instantly like, oh boy, because solo children at grocery store are always forces of chaos, good or bad. But thankfully, these ones were totally pleasant, and when I asked if they wanted a receipt, one of them pulled out a random receipt from his bag and asked, do you? And I lost my shit. So <laughs> apparently, uh, you know, 12-year-old kids who uh, just making a, a cashier's day. <laughs> it's insane. Let's keep rolling on talking. Weirdly pure posts. Good job. This one uh, looks like a meme from the uh, Netflix show Forged in Fire. Picture of a knife on a block and it said, uh, my blade reminds me of my wife. Strong and very sexy. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> I mean, you would think it would be something awful following that, but uh, no, no, he appreciates his wife, and I appreciate that he appreciates his wife. That is a good thing, as you should. You should definitely appreciate your partner. Exactly. Sure. Let's keep rolling on. Weirdly pure posts. Good job. This one from Gayer Luke says, security question. What is the last name of your first grade teacher? My first grade teacher, hacking my bank account, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, just a, a funny thought that, uh, you know, with the security questions, how random they can be. Uh, I can't even answer half of them because I don't remember the first street I grew up on. I don't remember the last name of my first grade teacher. You're like, yeah. I, I do. I remember mine was Mrs. Uh... Mrs. Cronenberger. Hey, good job. Yep. She was not a nice lady. I had her for two years. <laughs> Mrs. Cronenberger. And her teacher aide, Mrs. Brown. Maybe she's logging into your bank account, stealing some things from you. No, I don't think she's around, bro. Oh, oh, gotcha. She was, she was pretty old back then. I'm pretty old now, so in, unless there's a super serum that Mrs. Cronenberger took, I don't think she's there. <laughs> Not to be mean. Like, uh, God bless her. I'm sure she's in heaven. I Just as a little kid, she was mean. Well, to be fair, we thought everybody was old at that age, but uh, who yeah, knows? This is true. She was probably like 25 or something. <laughs> she's so old! <laughs> no. She was like, she looked like a grandma, so... Well, let's keep rolling on. We're talking weirdly pure posts. Good job. This one, somebody uh, throws up, God, I love Skrillex. There is no one better. To which this person, who I'm sure his uh, girlfriend was standing over his shoulder, wrote, wrong. My girlfriend is the most amazing person in the world. Again, ah, so sweet. So sweet. Oh, you little rubbers. Oh. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, I'm looking for a good one to take us out. <laughs> All right. And this one, uh, you definitely have to go to our Facebook page after the fact to see it. But uh, Yif Master says, wakes up in a cold sweat, a Wario style negative version of Bowser, who's ultra cheerful and peppy called Wowster. 
and it's a uh, Wario, <laughs> Wowster, and it's just a cute version of Bowser snapping their fingers and uh, pinks and purples. And uh, again, you know, if you're a video game fan and you just need a good pick me up, well. It is uh, actually very sweet. So, folks, that does it for the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. When we come back, we've got our call-in topic of home ownership socks. Enjoy the long break. Listen to the news. Take a potty break. Grab yourself some tea. Potty! (laughs) We will see you guys all in about seven minutes. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. It is Thursday, April 29th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, the Savage One, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, you ready for the fastest hour of the day? I sure am, buddy. Let's roll on in to the fastest hour. Right on. Well, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day, which is why we give it 24 hours in advance. Hopefully you give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. Of course, you can chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment with your pick. Or in the next segment, you can join us live on the air via the Stereo app at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. Now, today's topic is one that uh, is uh, very current events, at least for me. We're talking home ownership socks. You know, obviously, the dream is to own your own home, to uh, you know, live that uh, picket fence life. But you know what? Home ownership is not always what it's cracked up to be. The reason I mentioned that and the reason we didn't have a show yesterday was that uh, you know, over the weekend, as I mentioned late last week, I was going down to Southern California to see my boys, had a great time with them, came home to find out that a pipe had burst under our foundation had to get plumbers out, had to get emergency uh, flood services out to come pump things out. And of course, you know, timing wise, trying to get everything figured out. And uh, it took a solid two and a half days to have everything done. And during that time, we were without water. So uh, couldn't uh, flush the toilet, couldn't uh, take a shower, couldn't wash our hands. Uh, We had to go get all sorts of bottled water just to brush our teeth, Uh, had to take showers at friends' house. And you really take public utilities for granted uh, when you don't have them. You know, if the world went into chaos, if there was a zombie apocalypse, if we lost electricity and water, ooh, we would be in trouble. So, uh, you know what? That's one of those cases where home ownership has uh, not been the most friendly 
even though the other parts of it are, are pretty cool. Tony, I know you've owned uh, a couple homes in the past, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure there's times where home ownership <clears throat> has sucked for you. What's an example in your uh, world? Uh, first house I had was this buy level in Westminster. And uh, among things like it being older, you're naturally going to have things that go wrong. Like we had a pipe burst in the uh, downstairs bedroom because it wasn't a basement. It was just those were like where the guest room in the closet had this weird pipe system. And that broke one day. So we walked into a puddle that was expensive to Oof, replace. Yep. But the biggest one was the foundation so the way the house was set the foundation never really settled so the house was sinking in a corner causing the house to shift which caused cracks up and down like the walls and ceilings so your doors wouldn't shut correctly (laughs) and this got progressively worse over the years and the quote to fix it was something like uh almost a hundred grand to have them come out you know dig and relift the foundation and put you know, supports in there. And we were just like, we are not effing paying that. So what sucked is we had to disclose that in, uh, and you know how we found out was when we uh, had the house for sale and uh, they did an inspection and they found it during the inspection. So even worse. uh, So from getting top dollar for the house, we barely made it out with anything on that. Like, I feel like we lost our ass on that house more than anything. Well, I remember because you had to sell it for a lot cheaper because of the foundation issues. But gee, that was the worst one I think I ever experienced uh, as a homeowner. Yeah, oh, and awful. I re- I remember coming out and staying with you guys, and uh, you know, in one of those downstairs rooms, trying to close the door, and you know, had to like pull it with all your your force just to yep. close it, and uh, yeah, and we never knew what it was either. Like uh, we just thought it was because the house was old. It was like a 1973 or something like that, and. Uh, it was. It turns out it was the foundation, so it got worse and worse because the cracks got worse, like everywhere, like in every room and every corner. There was cracks on the wall, and <laughs> it, that just started. It, it got progressively worse, but the house is still standing today. It's yeah. hasn't fallen into a sinkhole. It's still there. Yeah, and maybe the new but, homeowners uh, went through that whole process, but uh, oh yeah, dude, we the, when me and the ex we sold that house like it was the greatest day ever even though we knew we were losing our ass out but to get out of that and not be your problem anymore was uh nothing short of amazing oh absolutely and the funny thing about this house is it's not that old it was built in 2007 but what it fails from is the fact that you know it's part of a community where you know i'm sure they bought all of their materials on the cheap you know they built it somewhat cheaply even though you know it's a nice house uh but things start to fail and uh you know even with the pipes the uh plumber was saying you know they were using above ground pipes that uh weren't meant for this they should have used below ground and so ultimately that was uh, the cause of the failure Oh, it is bad. I'll I'll share uh, when we get to the listeners. I'll, I know my uncle didn't chime in, but I'll share some of theirs and they have not been in their place very long. So. Exactly. Well, folks, that's what we're talking about today is why homeownership sucks every once in a while. When we come back, it is all about you guys. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Oh, my precious. Ooh, 
Let me tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! Full of exclusive loot, fun surprises, and delivered to your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Browsers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day. If you want to chime in, head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there and comment with your pick for why homeownership sucks. Or you can join us in just a little bit here on the Stereo app. Chat live with us over at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. Now, uh, as I mentioned, we are talking about... uh, why home ownership every once in a while is just not all it's cracked up to be with major problems like uh, foundation leaks or foundations dropping. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not fun to fix and they are very expensive. But of course, there's all the upsides as well that uh, make home ownership worth it. Now, Tony, I assume you reached out to our uh, usual Phoenix fans to find out uh, their home ownership stories. Don't know how many you got back. This is sort of a specific topic, but uh, I'm curious to find out. <clears throat> Yeah, so the only one I can really think of that actually owned a house, um, well, I guess a lot of my friends have, but only one got back, and that was Mike and Lacey, and their problem at their last house was their basement. So they'd have basement issues, and there's no one around to fix it, so they have to do it themselves, and, and you know, their house was super old, too, so it's, uh, you know, having to go down there and fix the issues, definitely a pain in the ass, and they can get expensive for sure. So yeah, and unlike you know renting, where you can call up the landlord and be like, "Hey, this isn't working. Can you come fix yeah. it?" Or in the case of when we were renting the townhome, and uh, it got to be middle of the summer, and we decided to turn on the AC and figured out there's no AC, and they yeah. said there was AC, so they had to come install an AC unit, and then we got uh, that nice cool air conditioning. But they take care of that. As a homeowner, you got to do that yourself. Yep. Like squirrels in the attic, that would have been, if I owned this place, that would have been on my dime. And dude, that was an expensive bill too. For that guy to come out and get those squirrels out of there, that was, oh, somewhere along the lines of like four or $5,000 or something like that. Uh, yeah. Pests alone. I mean, the havoc they can cause. I mean, we've got, we pay a, a pest control company to come out once a month to spray and put out mouse traps and all of that because we get mice that burrow into the walls and poop everywhere and you know, it's it's all of those joys of home ownership. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny because the guy he's like, yeah, you might want to 
You might want to reinstall some insulation up here, and you might want to redo this because they destroyed a lot of stuff. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Not my problem. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass it along, and the homeowner can uh, deal with that. So that's where like being a renter is good. Although when you outweigh the pros and cons, when you own the house, you have equity and it's money you you could be making. Uh, whereas uh, you could be like me, who's renting and. Uh, I'm not, I'm just throwing my money away essentially. Well, but, and especially uh, when, when uh, rent prices skyrocket, you know, you're at the mercy of, uh, you know, rate increases and all of those crazy things. Yeah. Well, thank God. Like I stayed at this place where it's uh, pretty inexpensive compared in comparison to a lot of places. So that's <laughs> nice. Now you but, mentioned before the break that uh, your uncle just moved into a relatively new construction home and they're already yeah. running into issues. Oh man, you you triggered that when talking about cheaply made and being put up fast. So Colorado is obviously booming just like everywhere else and it's the fastest race to put new builds in because obviously the market's hot for new builds because everybody's stuck in bidding wars for previously established places. Right. So for for what you could get there, you could get a brand new house designed to your liking. But they put them up fast. And uh, my uncle and aunt's house, very beautiful home. They moved in January. They put, they had it all started being built in July of last year. Um, so what is that? About six or seven months. Right. Um, you know, it ends up being uh, uh, the problems they've had in their first couple months. Uh, let's see, the back door latch broke already on their sliding glass door. Easy fix, but still frustrating. Um, one of the fans went out already. There was, uh, their driveway, the foundation didn't settle and the driveway is already cracking and, uh, their water heater already gave out and was leaking. Uh, (laughs) so yeah, so those are just a couple of the things that have happened in the uh, short amount of time. I think they, the, the central air wasn't working correctly too. So Yeah, little things. Now, granted, everything was under warranty, so everything's covered. They didn't have to do out-of-pockets, but inconvenience and kind of embarrassing uh, for a brand-new home company that's trying to be on the up-and-up. And, you know, their big uh, sales pitch, which made them stood out from others, was their houses had finished basements included. And that was a massive sell point. And it's beautifully done, but... <laughs> a lot of faults, a lot of faulties along the way. Yeah, and so. I was I was even going to say that, uh, you know, the, the saving grace there, especially with new home construction, is that uh, usually a home warranty is included back by the builder. So if something like that does happen, the home builder's on the hook for it. You know, it's not the homeowner who's trying to get a hold of their homeowner's insurance. And then, you know, they've got $1,000 deductibles and, and having to deal with um, oh, yeah. whether or not the claim is accepted and then their premiums go up. And it's just oh, just a hassle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a big hassle. Now, the, on the upside, like uh, Lacey just texted me, <clears throat> like even for all the headaches and stuff, uh, when you can turn around and sell that property down the line and not be like me, because we sold our house when the market crashed. Um, so that's why we lost our ass out on the foundation. I guarantee if I had that problem today, no one would give two rats asses. They'd pay overpay for the dumb thing. Yeah. Um, like they were able to sell their house for 45 grand more than what they bought it for. So that's awesome. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, you turn you turn a huge profit. So even though you had the headaches, yeah, well, you got you made money off the deal. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said before, there are certain advantages, and typically the pros outweigh the cons. It's just when those cons happen, they are. Uh, soul punching you know and that's oh, uh they can be yeah what i've been dealing with for the last uh three and a half days and so uh you know it, it's been tough but uh you know what it's it's fixed now we're moving on we've got a brand new show today and uh you know what uh life is good again <laughs> that, that's good <laughs> all right so with that being said we still got about four minutes left in this segment we're going to roll over to the stereo app again you can join us and chat with us live at stereo.com forward slash phoenix media and uh, as i always say before we get into this the stereo app is like a is like life which is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get so uh people may drop uh uh, bad words. They may say things that uh, aren't necessarily politically correct. Again, we have no control over that because it is truly live. But if something like that does happen, uh, we do move on quickly and we apologize, of course. So let's go ahead and roll on and uh, see what Stereo has to bring us today. All right. How are you doing? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. I'm not a Christian, sorry. Well, that's okay. You're on the Christian Phoenix show, though. This ain't a religious show. What's <laughs> up, dude? Well, we moved on, so <laughs> how are you doing today? <laughs> Hi, friend. Apparently, they are on mute, so uh, we'll move on with our next one. How are you doing today? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Don't worry. It's not a religious show. Hello. Boy. Hello. <laughs> People really do not want to talk today. All right. Let's keep moving on. Boy, searching for a new talker. Let's see who we can get. Here we go. Amir. Amir, how you doing Hello? today? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Is his name Amir? Yes. I, I am Amir of the desert. <laughs> lump, 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 lump. Man, you got disconnected. Look. <laughs> So, la, 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 lump, lump. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that Cole Chambers song? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amir. He brought back a good memory. He hung up just because uh, apparently he didn't find it as much fun as we did. So uh, <laughs> I did. Let's keep rolling on. I, I, I want to listen to some Cole Chamber now. How are you doing today? <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Hi. Well, so, thank you. Hi. You? We're talking about uh, home ownership and why home ownership every once in a while sucks. And you know, maybe if you're a renter, is there any experience in your past where uh, you know home ownership has just not been what it was cracked up to be? Um, not really. Uh, but what I, I do want to say one thing, which I which I don't like about home ownership. What's just that? One thing. <laughs> That is, if you decide that you want to immigrate to another country, uh, you can't simply do that. You have to sell the house first. Whereas if you have an apartment, you can simply just get out of the pay out of the lease, you know? Yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, especially if, uh, you know, buying a new place is contingent on selling your old place and it's in a different country, a different state, whatever it may be, that makes it tough. Yeah, I'm I'm from England, but I, I live in America now. And one thing I've found is that 
um, like when you buy a house, uh, it's pretty much made as cheap as possible within the guidelines, what the, the legal guidelines, you know. Exactly, and we we That's were thing that I, we were just talking about that, you know, uh, dealing with uh, issues of cheaply made homes, and uh, you're right, you know, they they try and put up as many as cheaply as they can. Yeah, because when I, when I came to America, I used to see like uh, you know like the, the frame of a house, and I just <laughs> I saw a house, the exact shape of it, but it was all wood, and I've never seen that before in any other country, just <laughs> just in America. Yeah, everything's based on like uh, wood foundations here as opposed yeah. to, you know, uh, concrete. And, you know, there's advantages to that, but there are big disadvantages as well. But mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, we got to move on. We appreciate you chiming in. And uh, hopefully yeah, thank you'll, you. you'll drop us a follow and uh, we can have you on on a future date. All right. Bye. All right. Well, look, you know, well, that was a pretty good one. He participated. I thought he was going to say something weird political. He sounded like our news guy. I know. I thought I was that's, like, oh, that's what I was waiting for. So I that thought, was nice. He didn't. I, I was for sure that's where he was going. But you know what? It turned out being on topic, which you don't get every day. Well, folks, no. that does it for the interactive portion of the show. When we come back, we've got a segment called Funny Amazon Reviews. You know what to expect with that. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And as we talk about a couple times each show, we've got a little thing called the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topics of the day. For instance, we just finished up with why home ownership sucks sometimes. If you want to leave us a message, give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, uh, normally this is where we would give you the call-in topic for tomorrow's show, but tomorrow we're actually not doing a call-in topic because we're going to take some extra time with the G-Man who's going to be joining us, talking us talking with us about the NFL draft, which kicks off tonight. So I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, on our next new show following tomorrow's is when we'll have our next call-in topic. So uh, that's how you go about doing it. And now in the segment, uh, which I've titled Funny Amazon Reviews, pretty self-explanatory. You know, earlier we were talking about how the internet can be... uh, so many trolls, so much anonymity, but every once in a while when it comes to Amazon reviews, well, the creative ones pay off, and we've got a list here of uh, some great, great Amazon reviews that uh, made me chuckle. Hopefully they will for you as well. All right, so... Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't have anything for that. I just, uh, I'm ready for it. It should be a fun uh, segment. I'm just monitoring my uh, my my connection issues that's it yeah it's green the whole show and it just slipped down to like a partial and i'm like oh great oh xfinity mm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and kick off with funny Amazon reviews. The first one. It's all green again, so we're good. We are good. All yeah, right. it just went, and I'm just like, oh, great. Well, this one is Bick for her. And, of course, you'd expect. for her. She's got a big old Bick, and it's for her. You would expect me to say Razor. Well, this is Bick for her medium ballpoint pen. Oh, yeah, they make pins. Yep. Well, uh, this uh, user left a five-star review, and uh, the comment is, the review is so good. says, uh, my husband has never allowed me to write, as he doesn't want me touching men's pens. However, when I saw this product, I decided to buy it using my pocket money, and so far it has been fabulous. Once I had learned to write... The feminine color and the grip size, which was more suited to my delicate little hands, has enabled me to vent thoughts about new recipe ideas, sewing and gardening. My husband is less pleased with this product as he believes it will lead to more independence and he hates the feminine tingling sensation along with the visions of fairies and rainbows he gets whenever he picks it up. So, uh, you know, if that sways you to buy the Bic for her medium ballpoint pen, uh, I'd say it's it's a good reason. It's a very good reason. (laughs) What in the actual ass? (laughs) Let's keep rolling on talking about funny Amazon reviews. (laughs) I can't tell if this is an actual product or a joke product, but is the Winger 1699 Swiss Army Knife Giant. Winger? Was it 17? (laughs) No, it was almost 1700. (laughs) It was 16999. But, uh, it literally has maybe a hundred gadgets in it and is about uh, six inches long for a Swiss Army knife. The review, three stars, says, <laughs> Received this knife as a gift for my 18th birthday. Wish I had known what it was because as soon as I touched it, I grew a mustache and became a Navy SEAL. Mom fainted and my dad laughed and handed me a beer. I was born a girl. Minus two stars because my breasts were really nice. So uh, apparently this is a man-making Swiss Army knife because it is massive. Ooh, massive, you say. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I'll be posting these on our Facebook page so you guys can see just how hilarious these Amazon reviews are. Yeah, you better. You son of a bitch. (laughs) All right, the next one from Amazon is a book called Where is Baby's Belly Button? One star review, the headline says, do not buy this book. You can see the ending right in the cover. (laughs) (laughs) The review, the book is completely misleading. The entire plot revolves around finding baby's belly button. The title makes this much clearer from the beginning. However, there is no mystery. There's no twist. Baby's belly button is right where it's supposed to be on baby's stomach, right where it clearly shows you it is on the cover of the book. The plot is complete mess with a result of its reliance on the mystery of where the belly button is. Everything falls apart the second you realize that the belly button was in plain sight all along. There is no conflict. There is no character development. There is scarcely any plot. Whoever wrote this book must have a serious error in judgment because you would have to be an infant not to immediately understand where baby's belly button is. This is one of the worst pieces of literature I have ever read. Oh, my God. <laughs> this person ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, a kid's book and uh, yeah, it doesn't leave a whole lot to the imagination. But uh, yeah, no mystery, no plot twist. And huh, worst of all, no character development. How yep. could they? 
<laughs> Let's make a movie about it. Exactly. Let's keep moving on, talking funny Amazon reviews. <laughs> this one for the WMA Blue Amazon Kindle Waterproof Case Cover Protective Bag Pouch. It's a lot of words to say basically the same thing. Five-star review. Uh, the headline says, hoping it'd be crap, her Kindle would slip out and electrocute her. <laughs> the review Got this for my mother-in-law for bath time, hoping it'd be crap. Her Kindle would slip out and electrocute her. So far, the bloody thing is stained in one piece. Great for waterproof uh, Kindle, crap for murder. So, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to put an electronic device in it, apparently it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Funny Amazon reviews. <laughs> This one for the Hutzler 571 Banana Slicer. Five-star review, so saved my marriage. The review, what can I say about the 571B Banana Slicer that hasn't already been said about the wheel, penicillin, or the iPhone? This is one of the greatest inventions of all time. My husband and I would argue constantly over who had to cut the day's banana slices. It's one of those chores no one wants to do. You know, the old, I spent the entire day rearing our children. Maybe you can pitch in a little and cut these bananas. And of course, you think I have the energy to slave over these damn bananas? I worked a 12-hour shift just to come home to this. These are the things that can destroy an entire relationship. It got to the point where our children could sense the tension. The minute I heard our six-year-old girl in the bedroom reenacting our daily banana fight with her Barbie dolls, I knew we had to make a change. That's when I found the 571B Banana Slicer. Our marriage has never been healthier, and we've, been in, uh, we've even incorporated it into our lovemaking. Thanks, 571B Banana Slicer. <sighs> These reviews are gold. That, I was gonna say that sounds like a straight up just B roll commercial right there. <laughs> Our marriage was on the rocks, but then all of a sudden the banana magic slicer came out, and now we're stoinking twenty four seven. Thanks, magic banana slicer. Pitched by Billy <laughs> Billy Blank or the Shamwell guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Billy Mays what... here. Now you want to get laid? You're gonna need the banana slicer three thousand. But wait. Not only does it slice and dice and you make your wife feel nice, you're going to need an additional one if you call now. But that's not it. You're also going to get some of this special luby lube. You can do what you want with it. Oil the blades, oil the ways. Doesn't matter. This is Billy Mays. <laughs> I like wow, it. Wow, that was really just a float with that. <laughs> Let's keep rolling on talking funny Amazon reviews. <laughs> Uh, this review for the Creative Arts by Charles Leonard Glitter. Five stars, great for more than just arts and craft. The review says, ooh, it's a long one. So I wake up in the middle of the night in my two-bedroom apartment. I find my roommate passed out face down on the wooden floor. I think nothing of it and go back to sleep. The next morning, I wake up to go to work, and there is a homeless guy asleep on my couch. My roommate woke up still drunk and had made friends with a bum. And this is the second time he let a stranger off the street just stroll in and pass out. Great. You're probably thinking, what does this have to do with arts and crafting? Well, I bought this product and proceeded to cover everything in my roommate that my roommate owns in glitter. Every t-shirt, every book, every pair of shoes, his bed, I covered his entire life in glitter. He will have glitter in every crevice of his existence until he dies. Did some uh, track out all over my apartment? Yes. Does the carpet look like a Care Bear farted all over it? Also, yes. Did he threaten to kill me? Sure. But will he ever let another stranger sleep on the couch? 
No. Will I ever have to worry about a random guy off the street murdering me in the night? Also no. All for the security of just $12.44. Unbelievably staggering value. Cannot recommend enough. Sounds like a glowing review for glitter. Yeah. Snoochie boochie noochies. <laughs> All right. And then finally here in funny Amazon reviews. <laughs> This one, short and sweet, it is a review for Star Wars Battlefront Deluxe Edition for the PlayStation 4. Gave it a one-star review with the headline, Congratulations, EA, you earned one star. Additional stars can be purchased at $5.49 each. <laughs> if you've played the game, you know exactly what that means. Biggest waste of money I've ever had. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for funny Amazon reviews. When we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. You know what that means. It's time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, and we made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? How about new? What a pity. Oh, Dr. Evil doomed us all. Well, folks, while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tone? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, which is why we do this segment each and every day at the end of the show. Drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, let's go ahead and kick off this day in history with this date in 1429. Joan of Arc arrives at the Siege of Orleans. Of course, uh, maybe she was celebrating that victory with her good friend Napoleon uh, over at the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, got the Piggly Wiggly trough over at Farrell's. You know what that means. Excellent! <laughs> she was also in Bill and Ted for those who didn't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on this day in 1522, Emperor Charles V names Franz von Holy Inquisitor General of the Netherlands. And uh, the Inquisitors were the uh, people who were sent out to torture people for not believing in uh, the Holy Roman Empire. Um, you know, if you want a true reenactment, just go find the uh, Monty Python sketch uh, with the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, that's much better. Yeah. Then, <laughs> Holy Roman Empire, Charles V. Look at my chin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1715, English astronomer John Flamsteed observes Uranus for the sixth time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotten, he, he went, he, it's so nice he did it six times. <laughs> You know, he he didn't get the most out of it the first five times. So, uh, you know, he needed yeah. to uh, just make sure Uranus was there 
on the six. Yeah, just make sure it was clear, a clear passage. You know? Exactly. There were no uh, noxious gases that uh, were passing by. It's uh, it is clean and clear. Flamstein log here. I have entered Uranus for the sixth time today, and I must say that it is a clear hole that I've gone through today. This is the Flamstein Chronicles, and I'm in for the sixth time. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1769, nice. Scottish engineer James Watt's patent for a steam engine with a separate condenser is enrolled. And uh, it's crazy to think that it wouldn't be for close to another 100 years before we would really see that invention get going with uh, you know the steam trains and everything in the Industrial Revolution. Um, it, it took quite a while before that was really enacted. Yeah, well, there you go, Mr. James Watt, the early J.J. Watt. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1834, Charles Darwin's expedition sees the top of the Andes Mountains from Patagonia. I just hope he took the HMS Beagle where he uh, rode on the back of, uh, you know, that giant dog uh, everywhere he went. Clifford. Clifford, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This day in 1852, the first edition of Peter Rogett's Thesaurus is published in Great Britain. It is also uh, produced. It is also made. Um, just other names for published. It's also it's trash day in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without fail. End of the show. Yeah. Rolling on this day in 1882, the Electromote forerunner to the trolley bus is tested by Werner von Siemens in Berlin. Uh, I'm glad they renamed it because the Electromote is kind of a stupid name for a trolley. <laughs> Do you want to ride the Electromote? It's a little train. It, 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 it connects by cable and it goes from town to town. It's an electromote. <laughs> we were very caught to Van Simmons, but uh, electromote turned it cool. <laughs> I think he also uh, either patented or created a uh, type of elevator as well. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments down below. <laughs> All right. Uh, Moving on, this day in 1916, Irish Republicans abandon the post office in Dublin and surrender unconditionally, marking the end of the Easter Rising. I bet the Easter Bunny was pissed they gave up so easily. Yeah. Come on, gang. Yeah, we were going to take over this uh, this thing, but way to go. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1961, ABC's The Wide World of Sports debuts. You remember that? Now, I do remember. I didn't know. Uh, they don't do it anymore, it doesn't seem like. They don't. And it had an iconic uh, soundtrack along with it. Um, boy, I wish I could remember it off the top of my head. ABC's Wide World of Sports. Dun, dun, dun. I, Something along I, those I, lines. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Let's see, <laughs> YouTube. While you're doing that, uh, I'll go ahead and read this one. Next one. This day in 1967, Aretha Franklin releases her single R-E-S-P-E-C-T, also known as Respect, uh, written by Otis Redding, which I didn't know, and it became Billboard's Song of the Year in 1967. And boy, does she have some pipes on her. Yeah, she did. So this was the 1969 Spanning the globe that was the 1969 one i don't quite remember that one. no i think maybe they changed it up at some point <laughs> yeah they had to change it that's the 1970s sounds the same to me 
Yeah, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> we are going to ABC. Why World the sports? Well, uh, speaking of sports, this day in 1981, Philly Steve Carlton is the first lefty to strike out 3,000 batters, uh, apparently in his spare time from uh, being a porn star, because uh, that stash is epic. <laughs> yeah, baby, today I just struck out, but I didn't strike out in the bedroom. All right. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1982, American Mafia hitman Richard Kuklinski murders pharmacist Paul Hoffman by beating him with a tire iron. Fatality. That'd be a horrible way did to you, go. Did you know Kuklinski was known as the Iceman? Yeah. And that's actually the inspiration for Stone Cold Steve Austin. No kidding. I did not know that. Yep. So I watched the A&E biography on Stone Cold two weeks ago. Yeah, good series, by the way. They had Roddy Piper this last week, but Stone Cold's was, and he was looking for a character gimmick because he was the the ringmaster, and he's like, "Man, this sucks." That was a lame one. And man. and he was watching an HBO documentary on Kuklinski, and he was the Ice Man. And then his wife like came up. She goes, "You better drink your tea before it's Stone Cold." And he goes, "Oh, I Look like that, that name." And he and then he mimicked his character to be based off him. So useless wrestling trivia. <laughs> Wow. Look at Tony with the wrestling history there. <laughs> there, you, there you go. All from Kuklinski. Well, let's move on this day in 1986. The Boston Red Sox, Roger Clemens, strikes out 20 Seattle Mariners. Uh, one of the best of all time. Of course, they put him in the picture with the Yankees uniform, which I'm sure yeah. pissed off and a lot of those. And he did himself in, man. He came out of retirement to pitch with the Astros that one year, and that was the year they nailed him for steroids and unfortunately tainted. But Hell of a pitcher, though. Whether he whether he juiced or he didn't juice, he was always just a big dude in general. So, and I've said it before. I think uh, baseball would benefit from everybody juicing because it can be kind of boring sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on. This day in 1996, Rent, starring Adina Menzel, or as uh, <laughs> uh, as referred to by. Uh, Boy, why is his name blanking on me right now? Hey, um, Diggs? No. Um, oh, God. What? Um, uh, John Travolta refers to her as Adele Dazeem, uh, also starring Tay Diggs, opens at the Nederlander Theater in New York City. And, and course, she's the one that does Frozen, right? She is. Go. Yep. And then if you saw Team America World Police, they had a very uh, politically incorrect uh, take on rent as well. <laughs> Hey there. <laughs> and then finally, this day in 2016, Canadian musician Drake from State Farm. No, just Drake releases Views, his fourth studio album. <laughs> yeah, he's the stand-in. Stand-ins don't have lines. They don't. They don't at all. Well, folks, uh, as we round out the day, we like to run down some of today's holidays. Holiday. Where we talk about the Ooh. things that we like to well, celebrate. For instance, boy, this one's a mouthful. Today is the Day of Remembrance for All Victims of Chemical Warfare Day. Whew. It's a hard okay. one to say. Uh, along those same lines, it is International Dance Day. I'm just kidding. Those have nothing to do with one another. It is National Peace Rose Day. I didn't know there was uh, different kinds of roses. Ooh, yeah, this... I like Pete Rose. <laughs> Charlie Hustle. Uh, this sounds delicious. National Shrimp Scampi Day. Hey, you little shrimp scampi. It is Thank You Thursday, so thank you, Tone. It is oh, thank you, bud. Viral Video Day, in case uh, you want to uh, see a viral video. Oh, yeah, I don't want Pablo on Viral Video Day. No big deal. We're crazy. 
<laughs> and that actually reminds me of a uh, upcoming topic for the show, uh, which we'll let you know about uh, when it comes up. It is We Jump the World Day. I assume they're not actually jumping the world. It is Poem in Your Pocket Day. So go ahead and put, put that poem, poem in, in my pocket and you won't give me your locket so you can just rock it. <laughs> it is World Wish Day. So make a wish. Find that dandy flower, uh, dandelion uh, you know, thing and blow it. And then finally, it is International Zipper Day. So uh, appreciate those zippers. Don't button that fly because it is, well, Zipper Day. Well, folks, that does it for today's show. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode on a Friday, which means good news, everyone. Join us tomorrow. We also have G-Man joining us talking the NFL draft. So uh, you know what, folks? Enjoy your Thursday. We will see you all tomorrow. Spark and Phoenix, out. Thank you.